Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. I'm Desi Jenikin. And this is Melrose Place Season 1, Episode 12, Polluted Affairs. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) They talked about pollution and affairs. Absolutely. Nailed it. Okay. The opening scene of this episode got me excited because it reminded me of all the times we see D&D ad campaigns. Yes. Throughout the series. And this was a particularly 90s item. Yes. (laughs) This was like some... We open on like a workout gear photo shoot. It's like a climber machine. Yeah. Where you're just sort of upright, but acting like, I guess, you're rock climbing. It's like a mountain climber machine. We see Allison with Lucy, her boss, and that's also like Lucy kind of thinks of Allison as her protege. Yeah. And Lucy asks Allison if she'd be interested in doing any freelance work. And of course, Allison jumps at the chance Mm. to do any kind of extra credit work, especially work that doesn't have anything to do with receptionist stuff. Yeah. She wants to actually work in advertising. And learn the ropes. Yes. That night, Billy and Jake are watching baseball. Michael arrives. They bro down for a bit. And he's like, Jane's having girls night out with Allison. Did you notice before the Jake, Jake the baseball scene, there was like an extended Melrose Avenue shot? Yes, I did. <laughs> well, I was like, why did they throw that in? With the we haven't had that we have, in a while. We <laughs> um, Billy explains that he was rejected by another credit card company. So we know what our dorky comedy storyline is going to be. Another Billy-centric one. It's like when you see all the other storylines in this episode, it's like this is where you start to see the real divide because Billy's still early season. Yes. And the other storylines are like mature. Yes. And this one is still stupid sitcom bullshit. Right. Yeah, that's exactly right. He hasn't progressed to their level yet. No. So the contrast of it just seems absurd. Yeah, this is, it's like last, we got a little hint of it last episode, but this one's even more extreme. Because I would say this Allison storyline in particular is the first really juicy soap storyline. Yes. uh, For sure. I agree. So Jane and Allison are out on the town. Jane's wearing a little hat. And they're kind of doing an informal celebration of this new freelance gig. Yeah, and Jane's outfit is insane, besides yeah. the hat. <laughs> but then we find out maybe why. Yes, because Jane is trying to lose her baby weight. Which is five pounds, by the way. Yeah. Uh, it's like people fluctuate 
that much all the time, Jane. Yeah. Like, <laughs> take, it's a, crazy. take a shit. You never know what will <laughs> Maybe you need to take a shit, Jane. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you need to dump a big log in the toilet. Maybe Calm. you just had a burrito. Yeah. We don't fucking know. Right. And that's like the C storyline in this episode. But it's also a little darker. It's a I little, think. it's definitely darker than Billy having bad credit, which anyone could have guessed. Absolutely. And Allison's like, she's like, you're thin as a rail. Like, what are you even talking about? Right. And it's like, well, maybe that explains why Jane is wearing this huge ass bulky vest, huge baggy skirt. Right. Like it's like to cover her five pound weight gain, I guess. I guess so. Crazy. Then we hear this guy from behind them out on the street say, can I interest either of you? And this is how, this is how Keith (laughs) talks. Can I interest either of you for a date? He sounds like he's in pain. Always. Constantly. He constantly. <laughs> he has IBS. He, he, that he's not treating. I agree. He constantly sounds like he's trying to hold in like um, a diarrhea. Yeah. Like he's clenched. The, now, this is the second time, I think, there might be a third, where the girls are just out shopping and some weird guy comes up to them. Because Allison's yeah. looking at a dress in the window and it's like... Way beyond her normal style. It's like a short, little, black, tight dress. Allison would never. Yeah. Unless she put a chenille vest over it to go yeah. out. <laughs> her patchwork. Her patchwork <laughs> vest. Um, so this guy is just your classic. Look, we you see these guys everywhere, especially in Los Angeles. He's like a clipboard guy. Yeah, he's he looks a, like a beach bum. He's like an active, yeah, like a, a beach bum who like wears a button-up shirt. He's he's very tan and blonde, floppy hair. He looks like he belongs in the Pacific Northwest, to be honest. Yeah, he could, like depending little, on what he's wearing. Yeah. If he's going to put him in a flannel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, so Allison is instantly smitten with this guy. Oh, yeah, he's cute. Ooh, he's cute. And he does... He works for the Santa Monica Marine Center. Yeah. He's like a lecturer at the Santa Monica Marine Center. And Jane is signing his petition while Allison is flirting with him. Yeah. And Allison and Jane walk away and she's like, well, now I know where he'll, he'll be. Yeah. She's going to go to this lecture. And she tries to get Billy to go with her initially. <laughs> Yeah, like, why would you bring Billy? She tries to get Billy to be the wingman the next day. Huge mistake. But Billy's on the phone with the credit card bureau or the credit bureau <laughs> because he's trying to f- demand an answer to why he can't get a credit card. And any credit card company in the world is right to refuse Billy <laughs> access to a credit line. <laughs> so I don't know what he's uh, miffed about because mm. no one in their right mind would give Billy credit no. uh, at all. <laughs> So good for the banks for we once. Al- we already know how he is with money. Last week we saw him like steal three hundred dollars from Allison. But this is classic Billy. Any person in his situation who had a brain would be like, "Well, of course, no one's giving me credit." But Billy's wants to talk to the manager. Yeah, like <laughs> he's like mad about it. He's the only person who like has actually called them and been like, "Why can't I have?" I didn't even know you could call them. You get the rejection letter. That's fucking it. Right. Um, and then Allison gives him a little lecture. She's like, Billy, it's not free money. She's and like, Billy probably didn't know that. No, I bet. <laughs> so <laughs> Billy's never heard of an interest rate in his life. No, he doesn't he, know what the hell he credit He doesn't means. know what credit is. And 
he's like, oh, cool. oh, why is this so hard? And she's like, I have a credit card. And he's like, of course you do. Yeah, she has a job, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jane knocks on Rhonda's door because she wants to take Rhonda's workout class. Yeah, she's got to lose that baby weight. Five pounds. <laughs> and Rhonda's like, sure. She's excited someone's going to her class. Yeah, yeah. That night at the lecture, who did Allison bring? <laughs> who else would be willing to give up their evening time to drive all the way to Santa Monica? And listen to pollution talk. And listen to pollution talk with Allison Parker. Matt. Matt. Doormat. Doormat. <laughs> We're going to start calling him Doormat. Doormat is there. And you know what? He's a good wingman. He's a great wingman and he's a really good sport. I wrote again, Matt is a saint. He really is. I need like a Saint Matt candle. If we ever make merch for this podcast, we need Saint Matt candles. I, I've i wanted to do candles like that with various things. We could also do like a melon one. Yeah, saint, <laughs> a mel- but definitely a Saint Matt needs to be like yeah. Saint Hooded. We got to add some Bitch Lab merch to the site. We really should. Yeah, That's we'll a get good on idea. it. Um, so, so yeah, Matt, of course, is very supportive. He agrees that he's that Keith is cute. Keith is like up there in his little tweed blazer and jeans. This is Matt's type, I think. Yeah. Like someone who's into like, you know, nonprofit work. And causes. And, you know, that look, Mm -hmm. you know, I could just picture Matt being mad. Ah, man, he's straight. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, And Keith is showing like pollution slides of the Santa Monica Bay. And Allison is so inspired. Yeah. And like very horny. And Matt says to her, you should get involved. And she said, I'd love to. But she's talking about Keith. (laughs) (laughs) Matt's talking about the nonprofit. (laughs) So Allison approaches Keith and she's like, I work for an ad agency. Maybe we could help. Allison, you're a receptionist. Yeah. That's like a big uh, gift. Like that's a big thing she's offering that she really can't give. No. Yeah. Uh, And... And Matt is like, meanwhile, Allison has totally forgotten that Matt is at this event with her. Like she is just ignoring him at this point. I also love how they have Keith surrounded by girls. Right. Like he's some some rock star. (laughs) (laughs) No, she completely forgets Matt. Fuck. And Matt kicks her. Matt kicks her and is like, uh, hello. Remember me? Yeah. And everyone in the audience is like, oh yeah, Matt, (laughs) we forgot you too because they never give you good (laughs) storylines. And Matt invites Keith out for a drink, and Keith says, sure. But then we don't see Matt again. So did Matt just, like, invite for Allison on Allison's behalf? I believe he did, and maybe he, knowing Matt, he's like, oh, sorry, guys, I had to get back to the apartment. Uh, I have a nonprofit meeting or whatever. He he figured out a way to leave so they could be alone. Matt Matt is is a great weekend. Matt is a saint. The best. So they, of course, go to Shooter's. Which makes no sense because they're in Santa Monica. Nope. So instead of going to a local Santa Monica bar for drinks, yeah, they drive 25 minutes without traffic to shooters in West Hollywood. And we know Matt lives on the ocean. So it's not like no, he Keith. lives... I'm sorry, Keith lives at the ocean. Yeah. So he's not, in, he's not back there either that like would in West Hollywood. only make sense if Keith lived in West Hollywood or East. Yeah. If Keith was like, oh yeah, I live in Silver Lake... But we'll, yeah. no, but this is a this is a TV show about Los Angeles, and everywhere takes five minutes to drive. And there's uh, they already have the shooters bar set. 
They're, they're not going to another bar. Rachel. It would have been funny. It would have been funny if they put a sign on it that said Shooters West. Yes, it or was... not Shooters. <laughs> <laughs> or they like just put up like a few life. What are those circles called? Life. What are those life rafts? Life yeah. rafts. Like just hung them on to make it look a little beachy. I think shooters at the sea. Shooters Shoot- at the sea. Shooters Absolutely. at the shore. Shooters at the shore. Like shutters. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Shooters. Shooters is the low budget shutters. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're talking about the polluted ocean, and Allison's like, "When I moved here from Wisconsin, I couldn't wait to jump in the water." But it was disgusting. There were signs that said toxic sludge. <laughs> like it was like, when, what year did that happen? Um, and so he explains to her, he starts like talking himself up about how adventurous he is. And he's like, I'm a scuba diver. And she's like, no way. And she's like, why don't you take a chance and meet me tomorrow morning at Leo Carrillo Reefs? Yeah. The next morning. First of all, this is really inaccurate because you have to get like certified to become a scuba diver. I have a lot of questions because <laughs> this whole scuba diving sweet sequence, I was like, I thought you had to go out into the middle of the ocean and jump off a ship. Ship. They just like walk in right. from the beach <laughs> and then all of a sudden they're like a hundred feet deep. It looked more like they were snorkeling. They're really deep though. I know. How, I, like that's what I mean. Like, like snorkeling, whatever you can do in shallow water. But they look deep. This looked really deep. And it's like, how far did you go in? Right. Because that's why you take a ship usually, right? To yeah. dive and you're already very deep. I had a lot of technical questions yeah. about this. I've never been scuba diving, but just from, you know, I have a lot of experience watching scuba diving in TV shows. Well, we did that whole Halloween episode on Hollywood crime scene about the real story behind open water. Yes. Which talked a lot about scuba diving. Yeah. I'm just saying from my limited knowledge of scuba diving, you have to be certified to do it. I don't know how long the certification class takes, but it's not like, oh, my friend has scuba gear. Let's just put it on and Because it's dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, Allison is wearing a thin white one-piece bathing suit. West Coast Pacific Ocean water is freezing. I was like, I couldn't believe what she was wearing because it's it didn't look summery. First of all, no. not that the water the water would still be cold, uh, but whatever you would get hot when you get out. Yeah, um, yeah. She's just wearing a one piece with scuba gear on her face. <laughs> Sorry, it was just deranged looking with a tank on, and you'd wear a wetsuit. You, it's wear, crazy. You would wear a wetsuit, and so Allison and Keith. Go have this little tropical fish moment where they see all these fish. It's an extended sequence of them holding hands (laughs) underwater while they're flipping around. She's like a professional scuba diver all of a sudden. Yeah, she has zero trouble swimming around underwater. No. She's a natural. And then she emerges from the water and she's like, oh, that was incredible. (laughs) Yeah. We also find out she's always fantasized about being a mermaid. Yeah. It's like, okay. And he's like, you're my mermaid. Ugh. And then they kiss so deeply. Yeah, they have like a passionate kiss on the beach. Allison returns that evening, and when she comes home, she finds Billy tinkering with the answering machine like a meth head. 
What, first of all, what makes Billy think he can fix an answering machine? That's, I'm telling you, Desi, as someone who has experience, this is only something you do on <laughs> this is only something you do on crystal meth. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know what he's doing, but apparently he can't hear the messages and he's going to fix it so they can. But I was yeah. like, I believe you will mess that up even further. Oh my God. And the messages will be gone forever. Also, <laughs> answering machines are like $15. Right. Go and get he, a new one. Well, Billy has no credit. That's true. <laughs> um, and she goes, Billy, I had the most intense 24 hours of my life. Mm. And she starts talking up Keith and talking about how she feels like she's only like she's known Keith for weeks. And Billy has the audacity to start scoffing at this when we know that there was, uh, I think, episode two, Billy got into that really fast paced relationship with that woman. Yeah. Where she was staying the night after date one. That he met in the cab. That he met in the cab. And now he has the gall to tell Allison she's moving too fast. And just last week with the comic. Oh, right. That was pretty fast, too. He was a stepdad. Yeah. He was a stepdad after for, day two. <laughs> for one episode, he was a stepdad. Um, and Bill, Allison's like, then Allison drops the bomb. She's like, but I'm worried because I gave him all my contact information, but he wouldn't give me any of his. And honestly, it didn't seem that sus to me then, but it did later. Yeah. Uh, this is also where she says Keith had a great butt. And he's like, great butt. <laughs> great butt. Billy's jealous. Yes. Let's take a quick break here. We'll be right back. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. At Rhonda's dance studio, Jane arrives because she's like really pumped to work out. Yeah. Jane takes a look in the mirror and sees herself still pregnant. But like more pregnant than she ever was. She's like nine months pregnant in the mirror. Yeah. But she never looked any different. No. When she was pregnant. And Rhonda uh, like gets her out of her days by approaching her and she's like... Really excited for Jane, but to take it easy. Yeah. But Jane, this is like the C storyline that fizzled out and went nowhere. Yeah, it like, really doesn't. It was sort of like, oh, we're going to do a DJ Tanner, Jane is over-exercising and under-eating mm. episode, but they just kind of abandoned it. Yeah. Um. Well, we got to get to that Billy credit card story. We got <laughs> to get to the Billy credit card storyline. Billy, meanwhile, has fixed the answering machine 
And he plays his messages, and we see that a woman named Mary Smith has called Billy twice. And Billy knows it's not a beautiful woman he met at Shooters last night, but he tells Allison, that is a beautiful woman I met at Shooters last night. Oh, he didn't know? No, oh, I thought he was just lying. I thought he really believed it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was. This just whole tr- thing was kind of confusing. I thought he was just trying to make Allison jealous. Oh, I mean that's possible too. Now she's dating Keith. Yes, and Keith has a great butt. So he knew it was a collection agency. Well, I don't think he knew it was a collection oh. agency. I think he's just didn't know who it was, right? But he, Allison's still gushing about Keith. Billy's like, shut up. And so he calls back this number, Mary Smith, who called him. And it's a very flirty conversation until she reveals that she works for a collection agency. And we see this conversation with her and they really make her, she's in a tank top with her tits hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> and where it's very close cropped. Yes. So it's like, who are you? Oh, are you the one? Da, 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 da. And then it's like the fifth thing. They pull back <laughs> and she's in an office. Right. I was like, I was like, they, every guy at this collection agency must be like, look at Mary's wearing today. Dude. She was wearing the most insanely provocative tank top to work. It was like a turquoise bodysuit, very low cut. Yeah. And she had massive honkers. Mammaries. And Billy, of course, is like flirts with every woman he sees. Right. Or doesn't see. And his boner immediately goes away when she reveals she works for a collection agency. He's like, collection agency? And she's like, yeah, you owe money on your student loans. Very relevant storyline. A very <laughs> a very timely storyline. Um, so Billy goes to talk to the other deadbeat at the apartment complex about it, Jake. Jake, hey, Jake knows about not having money or credit. Right. <laughs> and... Um, J- Billy's like, maybe I'll just throw my phone out and then my creditors won't call anymore. Classic Billy. Like he thinks this is a solution. He can he- even hear the phone still ringing. Yeah. Allison goes into Lucy's office at D&D. Lucy's a very busy girl boss. Mm. She's like ruffling papers. She's like, she's got stuff to do today. And Allison is like, I just want to let you know I've become involved in Ocean Alert. And I was wondering if we could help get them corporate sponsorship. And as soon as she says this, Lucy's assistant walks in and says, Allison has a message from Keith Gray. And she's like, oh, and she's like, but he didn't leave a number. Yeah. I asked him for a number and he said, no, I will never give my phone. <laughs> yeah. Like once she, like she, it, she makes it as if she asked. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, Lucy is like, okay, Allison, I need you to stay late. I need you to help me with some stuff. Yeah. And Allison looks crestfallen because she would rather go hang out with Keith tonight. But she doesn't know he wants to hang out yet. She doesn't know that. Yeah. But she doesn't look excited about this. Yeah. It was sort of like on the fence. It might have just... You know what I think she was crestfallen about? I think she was crestfallen that Keith didn't leave the number. Yes. I think that was it. So she didn't really care at that point because she's only thinking about Keith. She doesn't care that Lucy is trying to get Allison closer into her orbit yeah. to boost her career. Allison doesn't care about her job right now. No. She's she's hungry for that D. Yeah. Billy shows up at the collection agency where he meets Mary Smith, the sexy agent, in person. And he's like, I just came to explain myself. 
Why would you ever, I have not, I don't know anyone who's ever gone to a collection agency. Usually they're not even like a place you can go to or they're in some other state, right? Like, yeah. And this was insane because this is where we find out how much money Billy owes and it's only $2,000. And they always say $2,000 plus interest. Like they could, the writers couldn't even take out the time to figure it out or something. Like, like why didn't they just say like, $2,676. Right. And the interest will keep going up if you don't pay it or whatever. Yeah. Right. And Billy's like, I meant to pay it back. Come me a little slack. And she's like, grow up. Oh, she's disgusted she's, with him. <laughs> she's she, seen it all. <laughs> she's seen it all, but she also sucks because she's a collection agent. And yeah. it's annoying. And totally. I don't, I don't look. We've all had medical debt. If we're, if you're an American, right? Or maybe you've had a student loan. Billy just needs to know you don't ever talk to those people or answer the calls. This is why I'm mad at Billy. Yeah, not because he <laughs> owes two thousand dollars. Which in America, that's not. A, if you have student loans, that's nothing. That's nothing. What I've heard yeah. from people who have them. At D and D, Keith shows up. Weird. He just fucking shows up. And he invites Allison to taste his cooking. Mm. Now, D and D must have a very flexible policy about letting people visit you. Because <laughs> wouldn't you be like, uh, "Why does my receptionist always have guests come in and talk to her?" Like, do they have a key card system there? Do they have security? What is this building? Or wouldn't someone be like, uh, "You're on, you're on the clock. Like, you can't be hanging out with all these guys." <laughs> <laughs> Allison has multiple gentlemen callers yeah. coming in and out of the office. I mean, 90% of it is Billy, right. but still, <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> I bet the other assistants in the office talk so much shit about Billy because they've kind of gotten to know him at this oh, point. Oh, totally. They're like, oh, that guy with the curly mullet. Yeah. Here's Allison's 12-year-old roommate. <laughs> Whatever. Like, her roommate slash maybe boyfriend. I don't know. Yeah. What is he? Oh, they must have so much uh, speculation, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, meet me tonight at seven at my house at the beach. And Allison's like, that sounds great. I just have, yeah. to, I just have to get out of this work thing. Mm. <laughs> oh, I have a little sore throat coming. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what Allison tells Lucy's assistant. She's like, can you tell Lucy that I'm not feeling well? Yeah. I got a sore throat. And the assistant is kind of like, okay. You're not, yeah. You're like, really? Because the assistant's probably like, I've been trying to get these special assignments with Lucy since I've started working here two years ago. Oh, you know that that assistant was passed over and ignored by Lucy. And she's pissed. And she's pissed off because Allison suddenly has this great opportunity to get close to the boss. No, I like this assistant did a great job. This actress is really good at... She was really she good. She nailed the absolute disgust with Allison. Yeah. <laughs> Just ruining her opportunities. With the two lines that this actress had in this scene, <laughs> I really could build a complete backstory. No, she was great. Like, she you was got really where she was good. coming from. I hope she worked a lot. Me too. Okay, so Allison and Billy are at the apartment... And they're talking about his student loan. And she's like, don't screw up your credit, Billy. Yeah. And she can't believe that she blew off work for Keith. And Billy's like, I hate him. He's too perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, and then he's like, you're going to sleep with him, aren't you? And she's like, Billy. And and then she says, I've only ever been with two people in my life. (laughs) 
And this is where we learn that Allison fucked her professor in college. She's been with her high school boyfriend in the car. We heard that in story Betsy. with Betsy. And then her high, her her college professor. <laughs> I don't know why this makes 100% sense It makes to me. so much sense. Because it's like the prude girl doing something kind of naughty. We all know that girl. But it's also kind of like nerdy at the same time. Right. Because you know she was like his assistant. Yes. She was the TA. <laughs> she was the teacher's pet. Yeah. And then they were working late one night. <laughs> And he wasn't like that handsome, but to Allison, he's seasoned. He's like a seasoned. Yeah. He's like, he's intelligent. And she was like, no, we shouldn't. It's wrong. But then she did. Of course. Absolutely. Um, and then she told Billy that it ended badly because he was an alcoholic. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Great foreshadowing. Then Billy gives Allison a condom. He's like, you're going to need this. Why does Billy even have condoms? <laughs> he doesn't even seem like he fucks anymore. Like, yeah, we haven't seen him fuck in a while. Like he's had girlfriends, but I I don't even know that he's had sex with them. I feel like they've just done hand stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Billy definitely seems like a jackhammerer. He also seems like he's the type of guy who always has a condom in his wallet, but it's literally always. like expired yeah. or whatever. <laughs> he he always has like what he calls his lucky condom. Yeah. He's like that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like from 1987. There's just really zero sex appeal with Billy. Yeah. That that I just can't even picture him. Like I can't picture a woman being like, ooh, ooh I got to get that. No. Um, that night at the beach... Allison and Keith are having dinner outside. It looks freezing. I was mad at Keith for this because it looks really chilly. It looked Allison is like rubbing her arms. It's this yeah. is Santa Monica at night on, directly on the beach. I don't care what time of year it is, that's cold. And also the fact that like Keith living on the beach, like this must be like a 2 million dollar bung- bungalow or something even back then. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. And we find out, like, his research company gave him the house to live in. But that's still crazy to me that they would own this property. Like, why didn't they just put him up in an apartment? It it was very similar to the old bat last episode that lived on the beach, too. Right. She looked, like, (laughs) crazy. Right. (laughs) I just realized in this moment that Keith only talks about himself because at this point he starts launching into, like, a story about surfing in Baja. Yeah. Like, I, has he asked Allison anything about advertising? No. He just talks about, like, his little adventures. He's like, I was swimming, I was surfing in shark-infested water in Baja. I think, um, sometimes I feel like the writers are just so bad. I wonder if this is a personality trait of people, or they're just like, we don't need to learn about Allison. We need to learn about this guy. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, but it comes off like he's that type of guy. Yeah. For sure. And then he he does ask her, what was your most scared moment? And she says, now. And he says, you're just more honest. <laughs> I hate Keith. Yeah. They start kissing. He takes her inside where we see there's a fire going. This this You're right, Desi. This is like a $2 million bungalow. There's a fireplace in this bungalow. Yes. It's directly on the beach. Why is this guy living there? It's literally on the beach. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't even seem like it's far back at all. No. He starts kissing her. It's He's kissing her still and it's heating up. They like move to the couch, but Allison stops him 
stops him and she says, this is kind of awkward, but I kind of have to ask you your sexual history. This is a very 90s uh, storyline too. Yes, absolutely. Everyone wanted to insert this in their storylines back then. This was always, this moment was always inserted in movies and especially TV shows though. And he is like, I've been tested and I just got out of a long-term relationship. And that's when Allison pulls a condom out and she says, I want to know how you look in this. I was like, this is the hottest Allison has been when she pulls a condom out of her bra. Right. And she's like, how do you look in this? It like, was <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. It was a shocking. It was a shocking <laughs> moment for Allison because she doesn't talk like that. No. And it was dirty. It was really dirty. The next morning, Allison's asking him, she's like, how'd you feel when you first saw me? <laughs> and he's like, I, and she's like, oh, I thought you were cute. And she's like, I feel invigorated. Yeah, she's wearing his shirt. Another TV move that they love to do. I the have woman wakes never. up and <laughs> she's wearing the man's button-up oversized shirt. I've worn men's t-shirts before. Yeah, it's always a button-up. But I have never worn a men's button-up shirt no, the next morning. it's crazy. And I wonder if people, ha- like, how many people actually have in the morning. Because that doesn't seem comfortable. Who would want to sleep in that? Not me. Too. With it's those crazy. buttons? But, <laughs> no. Um, Keith is like, well, I gotta go to work. And Allison's like, I gotta go to work. So they go inside and he's like, you're gonna come back tonight, right? And she's like, here's your shirt. And she strips off his shirt <laughs> and we see her toss it to him. And he's like, oh. Whoa, whoa. We see her naked back. And he's like, awooga. So now she's fine with showing her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Last week's storyline disregarded. Um, I also like when Keith says something kind of pervy where he's like, I got a lot of storm drains to probe. <laughs> he does say that. It's so gross. He does. Um, we get a brief shirtless Billy moment at the complex. He's just putting a shirt on. And Allison isn't home from last night. So, mm. it's, so of course, Billy notices this immediately. Yeah. Michael, though... Mentions that he, when Allison comes home, Michael mentions he's now using an eco-friendly chemical in the pool. Yeah. He's, in, everyone's in so inspired by Keith. Absolutely. And Jane, oh, he goes, Jane mentioned Mr. Wonderful. Yeah. And she's like, it's so sudden. <laughs> everyone's very concerned. Yeah. Jake comes out and asks Billy about his loan problem. And this is where Michael really pissed me off. Michael was being yeah. such an asshole about this. He's like Republican or whatever, yeah. like conservative. He's like, like a very conservative about this. He's like, you know, Billy, it's because of guys like you that I... <laughs> I couldn't get a loan. I couldn't get a loan. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. And also, once again, Billy's loan was only $2,000. Right. And Michael is furious. He's fucking furious at Billy. And he's all he's very get off my lawn. Yeah. You deadbeat <laughs> hippie. Like whatever. Like, and I was really happy that Billy pointed out how these loans are predatory. That Billy actually had the like insight. Yeah, someone probably told Allison probably said it to him. And yeah. he's just repeating it. I think so. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Um Billy storms off. Allison then shows up late to work. Two hours late. This is crazy. 
That is like really late. <laughs> like it's not like she just rolled in 10 minutes late. Because it, it, the way she rushed in made it seem like it was 10 minutes late. Yeah. At that point, you're not running in. You're not like if you're that late. No, it's embarrassing and you know you're going to have to say something You and you don't expect that you're going to fool anyone. Right. Whereas 10 minutes, you might think you can get away and look like you've been there. Right. Lucy is furious. She's like, you're, you are two hours late. And she's also mad that she blew her off for dinner last night. Yeah. And she's like, what are you doing, Allison? Yeah. And then she's like, tomorrow morning, be here an hour early. Lucy's like, you can't have a life and make it in advertising. You have to, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Lucy's like, Allison, I haven't had my pussy eaten in 10 years. <laughs> and look at me. I've had my pussy eaten since college. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up, Allison. At Shooters, Allison's trying to like get Jane to take her side. She's like, Don't you think my boss was overreacting? And Jane's like, mm. I was like, is this their her lunch break? Right, or like, because it was just like, because you shouldn't take a lunch break when you're two hours late. Probably, <laughs> like, I've been here an hour. Lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she's like, and then Allison says, "I just think Lucy needs to find a guy." That's so like uncharacteristic of Allison. Yeah, and all of a sudden she's like, "I love traditional gender roles. <laughs> Guys right. are the workers, and women just need a man to fill their holes." Yeah. Now I don't want to be in advertising anymore. Yeah, this was not. This was uncharacteristic for Allison. Then she tells Jane that she had the best sex of her life with Keith, and Jane's like, "It's the same for me and Michael. Maybe we, that means Keith is the one." We don't need to know this, Jane. No. Allison tells Jane that she's not thinking like that because she doesn't want to end up like her parents. Yeah. This is another instance in which Allison has brought up her parents, but it's still shrouded in mystery. Yeah, but we know something's up. We're not going to find out, I think, until end of season two. She also says she finally knows what Meg Ryan was faking oh, in Harry Met Sally. This, I this was reference. Like, I love... I love when Melrose Place has some pop culture references Same. of the day. Same. It's very funny. Uh, yeah. Then we find out that Allison bought that sexy black dress she saw in Melrose. Mm. And Allison then notices that Jane is not eating and she confronts her. She's like, Jane, but Jane deflects. Yeah. Jane's like, well, I've been working out a lot. And Allison's like, doesn't that mean you should be hungrier? Yeah. And Jane like dodges that. Then we see Billy go to the mattress store to talk to his parents. He, we see his mom. Yeah. And she's like, hi, Billy. And he has to borrow money. They're really overestimating how much I care about this storyline. Because <laughs> I don't care at all. And I, I didn't even write notes for this because I was like, Billy goes to parents because I don't fucking care. <laughs> like, it's and, so boring. And this made me furious again because I've been on Billy's side this whole time. But we find out that Billy, Billy's parents paid for his college in full. Yes. The reason he took out a $2,000 loan is because he wanted to buy some skis. And go on dates. And go on dates. So he took out a credit line <laughs> to pay for shit that he wanted. Yeah. Not for books, not no. for school, just for fun. Not even for food. And he fucking... Like we all expected, maxed out his credit card 
Well, it wasn't a credit card. Or whatever, the, the loan, loan on shit and then couldn't had no plan to pay it back. And he even says, he's like, my friends had to w- take small jobs to pay for this stuff and I just put it on credit. I was like, that makes you look even dumber. Like, Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the mom does offer to pay off this loan though. She does. But Billy is like, oh, I'm no mom. No. I was like, just take it, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not enough of your shit. <laughs> So Allison then shows up at Keith's house in her new dress and she is carrying a bunch of groceries and we hear Keith on the phone having a very heated conversation and he's like clearly talking to a woman. Also, this is bizarre because he sees Allison and puts his finger up and then continues to have a very mean conversation <laughs> with what appears to be a woman. Wouldn't you have immediately like gone into another room or like taken your tone down a bit? Yeah. When someone else was there? Immediately there have been so many red flags with Keith. Yeah. And this is another one of them where he's like yelling at this unknown woman. He's just going like, me? Selfish? And it's very relationship type lingo. Like, yeah, it's very clearly a relationship. And Allison, after he hangs up the phone, Allison's like, she does her lower register voice. Yeah. Who is that? Yeah. And and Keith says, that was my wife. I was like, wait. <laughs> and of course, Allison, we get like a close up on Allison's devastated face. And then the next scene, she's like storming down the beach. In and her fucking sexy dress. In her sexy dress. <laughs> and Keith is chasing after her. And she's like, I am humiliated. She doesn't give it up for everyone. So she's she furious. put out for him. Yeah. She's fucking furious. And he's like, My marriage has been over. Yeah. She lives in Washington, DC. It's over, I swear. Classic. And he's like, I was just so terrified of losing you. And he's like, I'll, I promise I'll give you my number now. And she goes, No, goodbye. Yeah. Good for her. That night, Billy brings Allison hot chocolate. She's in her little robe. She's back to being a little baby. She's a little baby. <laughs> and she's upset and embarrassed. And she's like, I just completely lost myself. And she starts crying. Yeah. The next morning, we see Jane weighing herself. And Michael's like, hey, babe, you want to come to Italian night at the hospital? <laughs> completely oblivious <laughs> What's to her going body on? dysmorphia. <laughs> <laughs> what she's going through. And she goes, Michael, I lost the weight. And then... He's like, oh, it's great, sweetheart. Like, he just doesn't. But they do make Michael look sweet here because he's like, you looked fine to me. Right. Because I'm a clueless dolt. <laughs> yeah, they're back to goofy Michael. Yeah. And he, and she's like, but why do I feel so sad? And then they have like a sweet moment. He's like, I think you're beautiful. This storyline is so dumb because they take a very serious topic. Yeah. And then they just like wrap it up like, maybe I'm just sad and my I'm, I don't need to lose weight. And then she's better, I guess. No, it's yeah. totally like what we mentioned before a long time ago when we did that recap episode of the DJ Tanner. Oh, right. Over exercise episode. It's like where that those storylines where these are like very serious conditions. Yeah. They just get wrapped up at the end of the episode. So this I would say is a sitcom moment. Yeah, because they don't want to deal with it anymore. Right. So they just finish it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Billy sees Allison in the kitchen looking like shit, and he tells her that. He's like, no offense, but you look terrible. Mm. And Billy's like, okay, this was infuriating. This was on the same level except worse than when Billy tried to give his girlfriend the $300 that Allison lent him back. Like, he wouldn't accept the money. 
this just shows how self-absorbed Billy is. He is like, I didn't accept the loan. And Allison's like, why? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just accept the loan from your mom? It doesn't make any sense. Just take the money. Or pay her back interest-free at least. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have her pay the debt and then you can just pay her back $2,000 when you get that. Um, and he goes, I know this is bad timing, but I'm thinking of moving back home to save money. So now he's putting Allison out. Yeah. This is what I mean by he's so self-absorbed. No, even when he thinks he's doing the responsible thing, he's a complete like fucking bull in a china shop. He's fucking someone over. <laughs> yeah. He's totally fucking Allison over. I would be furious. I'd be like, no, no, no. You don't just get to leave me high and dry. With it's the rent. so irritating. Um, yeah, he thinks he's being responsible. And Allison, of course, is like, you can borrow from my credit card. And Billy's like, I got to get through this on my own. But I was mad at Allison. I was like, don't give him your credit card, you Yeah, that's fool. really... Ir- that's even worse. Yeah. So then Billy goes back to the collection agency and he sees Mary Smith again and they have a little chat and then he asks for a payment plan and she's like, yeah, you could have just asked for that in the beginning. He's like, really? Yeah. He's like very proud of himself. Right. And he's like, I'm going to have to get a second job, which made me excited. (laughs) Yeah. Because I know. (laughs) Oh my God. At D&D, Allison goes into Lucy's office. She's late again. She's late again. And Lucy's like, Allison, I thought you were going to be here at 7.30. What the hell is with you? Allison's like, I just spaced. (laughs) I just spaced out. I would never. After your boss yells at you that hard, that's not something you space, Also, why is she late? She wasn't with Keith. No. She was just crying all night? Like, I guess so. She's lending her credit card to Billy. Yeah. So she confides in Lucy. She's like, I'm having intense personal problems. And Why she, would you phrase it that way? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having intense personal problems. It's like, that seems code for diarrhea too. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like relation or boy trouble or whatever. Yeah. It's like what you would say when it's like something really TMI. Oh, or- totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I'm having internal issues. And she thinks Lucy's going to like totally side with her and give her a pass on this. But Lucy's like, grow up, Allison. Yeah. Um, because all of a sudden, an urgent fax comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you weren't sure it was the 90s. An, an urgent, urgent fax And comes this through. poor assistant has to deliver it again. Oh, she's over it by this scene. <laughs> I... <laughs> this poor assistant is like an urgent fax for Allison from Keith Gray. I think they think initially it's for Lucy. And she's like, no, it's for Allison. Yeah. <laughs> Why is Allison getting faxes? And why isn't this guy That's just- what the assistant's thinking. Yeah. She's like, I'm not her assistant. Why? She's the fucking receptionist. Right. I'm higher up than her probably. This like- woman has been working at D&D for seven years. Yeah. And she got passed over for fucking Allison. And for no reason. For no reason. No. Um. Also, why did Keith fax her? <laughs> Sorry. Why didn't he just call? It's crazy. Um, Lucy is like, doesn't sound over to me. 
But we, they never tell us what the fact says. No. Which I wanted to know. I wanted to see. Because I, I was like, well, is there a reason it was a fax? I think it was a fax because it was like Zodiac Killer. Yeah. Like some weird crypto the, thing. Uh, of all the things Keith has done, this is the biggest red flag for yeah. me that he faxed Allison. <laughs> like it only makes sense if they were like, she won't take my call, so I faxed her. But even that is delusional yes. and weird. Right. It's so weird to me that he faxed her. I can't. We really should have done a counter of like all... All the red flags with Keith. For me personally, I started at cold asking both her <laughs> and Jane out at the same time. Like seeing which one went for it. Yeah. It was, <laughs> and thinking it was charming. Yeah. But this fax one to me, it's even worse than the wife. <laughs> I don't even know. Like it's so weird to me because it seems like it's, it's off. It's off base. It's like really off it's base. It's her place of work. Like, yeah. Later at the beach, we see Keith working outside, and then fucking Allison arrives, and we get very intense guitar music. And very. Allison's like, I couldn't stop thinking about you. And he's like, I promise you, you're not breaking up a marriage. Because she's like, I don't want to break up a marriage. I don't want to break up a marriage. And then they hug it out and then kiss it out. Yeah. Ugh. And once again, a scene that ends on the beach. <laughs> Do you remember... We're not going to spoil anything for our listeners, but do you, Desi, remember how this relationship ends? I don't. Okay. I'm so excited for you. I, I mean, I probably really... will start coming back to me okay. as I'm watching because I definitely know Keith and I know this relationship is bad, Yeah, but I don't remember the details. It's great. Because it's so long ago. I mean, I remember like the big bullet points of it, but I don't remember like the... The in, yeah. the in between stuff, I know. I just remember being like wild. No, when he showed up, I definitely was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like I forgot about this guy, uh, Keith. Keith is just such a bad guy name. No offense. <laughs> like that's always like a name they pick in shows. Why do they do that? I don't. I know. feel bad to the real Keiths. I'm sure there's lovely Keiths. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's like definitely like the dirtbag name or something that they always put out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have no idea why, but yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, one of my good friends is named Keith and I'm, he loves Melrose Place. Oh, he does? Oh yeah. I should tell him about this yeah, you gotta, podcast. Gotta, gotta get him to listen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited because yeah. I definitely feel like the tide is turning mm. to get into the show. I feel that it. That we know and love. I you feel could it. Just, this episode, definitely. It's like outside of the Billy storyline. Yeah. Which if they had taken out, maybe they could have spent more time with Jane and made it more interesting because mm. that was just... Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like they should have switched. Billy should have been the C and Jane at least the B with her storyline. So they at least could have made it a little more realistic. Fleshed out Fleshed or something. Out. With the Billy storyline, if they had any balls, Billy would have gone to a loan shark and gotten. <laughs> that would have happened season three. Yeah. <laughs> and he would have like gotten a finger chopped off. Or his knees broken. Yeah. <laughs> And like we would have seen him in the hospital with like the electric guitar music playing. Like, no, I'm excited. We've got Keith, we've got Kimberly. Mm. So things are starting to um, gas up. It's heating up. It's heating up. It's heating up. Um, So, and we know Sandy's on the way out because Sandy's on the way out. Fewer scenes. She's done with her accent. Yeah, she's over it. (laughs) And I, I mean. And I want Jake to have some action, too. And his action's coming soon, too. It's coming soon. So, yeah, things are all aligning. Yep. We're on our way. We got a new exciting character coming. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Um, So we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.